0: the following podcast is brought to you by love chatham providing help for the homeless and hungry in the name of jesus for those in and around chatham county north carolina at chathamhomeless.org well we've been listening and reading to a lot of uh tough psalms but oh what's that oh it's it's psalm 66 look it's a little, little silver lining that special i want to look on the bright side today i know you're thinking i don't know if i like reading the psalms because it says a lot of stuff that hurts my feelings it says a lot of stuff that it's like but every once in a while you run into a psalm by the way we're doing summer in the psalms in case you didn't know here on amen brother ben also at our church on sundays at freedom family church here in sailor city but we are on day 19 of this whole deal reading psalm 62 through 66 i think i'm gonna be preaching on psalm 62 this weekend um really looking forward to that that's gonna be an interesting little uh little foray into psalm 62 but i want to look at psalm 66 today it's one of those that spends a lot of times worshiping this is one of those happy psalms Um, those that go into a lot of poetic detail about what God has done and all the good that he has done. And I found something interesting because it's about uh, 20 verses. Praise God for this. You did this. Praise God for that. You did that again, reminding us that we can never and should never get tired of praising God, right? I, some of you think that if you tell somebody one time about how God delivered you from addiction or low self-esteem or sickness or terrible relationships or mental health that you can't like like the more you talk about it the more people go oh they're talking about that again no not if if you're doing it in a praise and worshipy way right if you're telling the world what god has done you do that to not only inspire hope for other people but also to preach that to yourself to remind yourself of what God has done and what God has brought you through so that the next time you go through something else, you won't forget the God that you serve and the God who keeps you close. And so it's good to do that. That's why I love reading these Psalms, even though sometimes you can go, ah, these are a little redundant. We need to hear over and over again, how good our God is because we so quickly forget and we do not need to do that. Uh, but, Verse 8 through 12 of Psalm 66 was kind of intriguing to me, and it has, I think, something we can we can learn from here. It says in verse 8, let the whole world bless our God and loudly sing his praises. Our lives are in his hands, and he keeps us or keeps our feet from stumbling. Verse 10 says, you have tested us, O God. You have purified us like silver. Yeah, silver lining. You see what I did there? sorry. Verse 11 said, you captured us in your net and laid the burden of slavery on our backs. Like, wait a minute. We were worshiping for a second, but now you're talking about, I'm talking about how God parted the waters and brought us out of this. And then it says, you've tested us, purified us like silver, captured us in your net, laid the burden of slavery on our backs. Verse 12 says, then you put a leader over us. We went through fire and flood, but you brought us to a place of great abundance. So, what is this doing in the middle? These verses, what are they doing in the middle of a song of a psalm about how great God is? Well, it reminds me that God works and blesses and moves, uh, not always in the ways that we expect and we should worship god even in the hard times i've said that before as uh, you know as a as an encouragement right like worship god in the hills and the valleys you know that um that, that will get you through as a mechanism because it is worship sometimes can be a a helpful mechanism for your heart and your emotions and your spirit to remain in a good place while you're going through temporal or earthly struggles. But it also needs to happen for this reason because God is good, because his plan is divine and above our heads. And sometimes he uses and not, not sometimes, if you will let him, every struggle you have is a refining opportunity. Right? It's a it's a chance for you to be refined to get the crud out, to get better reactions, to get better at killing Uh, sinful, stupid thoughts and or reactions uh, to problems, to not return sin with more sin. There's all sorts of refining that goes on in the life of a believer that can only happen in tough times. Now, if you've been around, you may have heard that before, but I feel like I've got to say it over and over again because it's easy and one thing for us to say it in the midst of a, a, a good time. But when you're going through it, when you're struggling, when you have enemies, when you name it, when you when you're you're going through things that are tempt you to, to struggle, when you have a burden on your back, like verse eleven says, when you're going through fire and, and flood, it seems like, realize that it is a refining process that will eventually, like verse twelve says, bring you to a place of great abundance. <laughs> By the way, Great abundance may not be what you picture it to be. Great abundance is not opulence. It's not comfort and ease. Great abundance means you have more than you need because God is a divine provider. So stop running from the refinement. Stop doing everything you can and in your power to circumvent and circumnavigate or uh, just skip through, skip over these hard times, these struggles, these challenges in your life, and and don't pretend like, well, I just need to worship so that I can ignore it. No, don't ignore it. Be refined by it. Worship in the in the midst of it, and get excited because God is working these things out for your good. One of my favorite verses I quote all the time. Romans says that God works all things for the sake, for good, for the sake of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And sometimes his purpose is for you to be refined, to go through the fire and flood so that he can bring you to a place of abundance. That's my encouragement for you today. Back with a Saturday edition of Amen Brother Ben tomorrow. Love you.